Hi, this is Lulu Roman from Hee Haw, and I am the next guest on On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Thank you for joining us for another episode of On Screen and Beyond. This is episode 262 of the weekly show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with a guest from the movie, TV, or music industry. I'm your host, Brian Zimrak, and this week we've got quite a show coming your way. Lula Roman is going to be here from Hee Haw. She has a new CD out called At Last, and it's a really great album, so we're going to be talking with her about that, so I hope you can stick around for that we are also going to hear from chris pine about the new star trek movie and robert downey jr is going to let us in on what's coming your way as far as the new iron man movie and we take our look at what's coming your way in theaters in may it's all coming up right here on on screen and beyond and lulu roman will be coming up in just a few minutes right here on on screen and beyond right now let's find out what's coming your way in theaters in may as far as remakes, with Remake Madness, next. Please hang up and try again. Remake Madness, well, believe it or not, there are not many remakes coming our way in May. But there is one, The Great Gatsby, with Leonardo DiCaprio, will be arriving on May 10th. So keep an eye out for that one. And that is it for Remake Madness, coming your way in May in theaters. Next on On Screen and Beyond, what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies in May? We're going to tell you next. Upcoming new movies. Well, it looks like Michael Shannon stars as a notorious killer in a film called The Iceman, and it is inspired by actual events. Three women fight for survival on a remote island off the coast of Maine in Black Rock, and it stars Kate Bodsworth and Kate Asselton. And she also directed the film, and it'll be coming your way on May 17th. On May 24th, Epic comes your way as an animated 3D film and features the voice talents of Beyonce and Colin Farrell. And on May 31st, Will Smith and his son Jaden will crash land on Earth in the future 1,000 years after a catastrophic event occurred. That is it for upcoming new movies. Next on On Screen and Beyond, we're going to be taking a peek at what's coming away as far as sequels down at Sequel City. And we're also going to hear from Chris Pine and Robert Downey Jr. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Sequel City, well, as far as sequels coming your way in theaters in May, Iron Man 3 will land in theaters on May 3rd with Robert Downey Jr. And when Robert was asked about what the premise behind Iron Man 3 was, here's what he had to say. The relationship with Pepper is obviously the kind of center of the movie. And uh, contrary to my own designs, it seems like this time I'm much less thinking about um, 
you know, how do I come off and this and that. I'm thinking about the other characters. I'm thinking about all the things. There's kind of a checklist of stuff that we always thought maybe we should do. One of them was we always felt like Tony and Rhodey should be at Neptune's Net because it's up the road from where Tony lives and it's a biker bar. And we thought, what if they're two kind of bikers at a bar um, type deal? So we, and John and I, and then Shane and I, and, and even Joss has contributed uh, to this, obviously, is that um, there was always this kind of uh, a Christmas list that we never got to execute because story or time or money or whatever got in the way. And it seems like, without it being convoluted, a lot of those uh, wishes are kind of coming true in Iron Man 3. Star Trek 3 Into Darkness flies into your theaters on May 17th. And when Chris Pine was asked what does he think that the new Star Trek movie brings to his role as Captain Kirk, here's what he had to say. Well, for Kirk in the first film, if he um, got the chair, the captainship, I think this film is really about him earning the chair and uh, learning what it means to be a true captain and leader of men. And, and for Kirk, that has a lot to do with humility and realizing and understanding his, his faults as much as his, um, his strengths. And I think the first film, he was, uh, I think he, he was very comfortable and confident in what he was able to do well. And in this, uh, our bad guy, John Harrison, brings him to his knees and... Um, Kirk is confronted by his kind of uh, how fragile his life is and his captaincy and, and all that. And Chris also had this to say about what he's most excited about people to see as far as the new Star Trek movie. Not all that excited to show fans me in a, a wetsuit. Uh, <laughs> um, oh man, there's so much. There's uh, the sequence that I really, really am looking forward to people seeing is one where uh, it's basically a couple guys flying through space and trying to dodge asteroids, and uh, um, it, that's pretty exciting. And it looks like the guys with the nasty hangovers get into trouble once again when Hangover 3 comes your way on May 24th, and you can look for Fast and Furious 6 as it speeds to another sequel on May 24th also. That is it for Sequel City coming your way as far as sequels in May in theaters. Next on On Screen or Beyond, we're going to take a peek at what's coming your way as far as TV on DVD. TV on DVD, well, May 7th, The Dick Van Dyke Show, Season 2, comes to Blu-ray. Felicity, Season 3 and Season 4 will be coming your way, along with Fringe, Season 5, Gunsmoke, Season 8, Volume 1 and Volume 2. Also, Have Gun Will Travel, Season 6, Volume 1 and Volume 2. And Private Practice, Season 6, along with Rookie Blue, Season 3, and Royal Pain, Season 4, Space, 19. 1999, the 30th Anniversary Edition, Season 1 and Season 2 will be coming your way. On May 14th, look for Third Rock from the Sun, the complete series, Bearcats, the complete series, Combat, Season 2, Dexter, Season 7, Highway to Heaven, Season 1, Roseanne, Season 9, and the complete series, and That 70s Show, the complete series. May 21st, look for The Gene Autry Show, Season 5, Laverne and Shirley, Season 6, Teen Wolf, Season 2, and True Blood, Season 5. And on May 28th, Covert Affairs, Season 3, Red Window, Season 1, and Suits, Season 2. 
That's it for TV on DVD coming your way in May. Next on On Screen and Beyond, we're going to take a peek at what's coming your way as far as movies on DVD in May. Coming your way in May 7th, look for Jack Reacher with Tom Cruise, Safe Haven with Josh Dumel, The Oranges with David Duchovny. On May 14th, Mama from Guillermo del Toro, and also Cloud Atlas with Tom Hanks, Texas Chainsaw, Side Effects, and a glimpse of Inside the Mind of Charlie Swan III. May 21st, Beautiful Creatures comes your way, as well as Stand Up Guys. And on May 28th, Dark Skies comes your way. That's it for Movies on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, from 1969 to 1993, Hee Haw was just one of those shows that just kept going and going and going. It just didn't stop. This week, we have Lulu Roman, who was one of the stars of that show. She's going to be joining us. She has a great CD out called At Last. A lot of classics on there. And she actually has a duet uh, with Dolly Parton singing I Will Always Love You. It's a great version. So if you get a chance, check that out. And uh, we're going to talk about all those things. Lulu Roman is next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Joining me today on On Screen and Beyond is an actress, comedian, and recording artist who for years played the role of Lulu on the very popular TV show Hee Haw. She currently has a new CD out called At Last, which features her version of 12 classic songs and includes duets with Dolly Parton and T. Graham Brown, among others. It's Lulu Roman. Lulu, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Thank you, Brian. It's a pleasure to be with you. Lulu, this new CD, I have it right in my hand, right here, and <laughs> it's a great CD, a great album. You did a great job with it. Thank you so much. I'm I'm very excited. It's something different. Yeah. Uh, something I've wanted to do for a long, long time. Is it tough <laughs> to decide to do, I mean, you know, you called it At Last. Now, At Last is such a classic. <laughs> is that, it? was it? tough to decide what songs to do because I mean let's face it there's so many different songs you could do there are I actually had a list of about a hundred songs wow <laughs> and kind of had to go through them and 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 uh, say okay I can I want to do this one now and I'll do that one later I'll do this one now <laughs> <laughs> just ended up kind of uh, picking the ones that I kind of just felt like were good for you know now what made you decide on these certain ones. You can do another one, another CD and everything, but uh, uh-huh. uh, were these certain artists that you enjoyed, or were they just songs that had meaning to you? Uh-huh. Basically, I enjoyed all the artists, for sure I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, songs that I that I can remember one time or another in my life, I thought, I want to sing them. And uh, I guess just going over the list, I would think, oh, I want to do that when I was really bad, you know? <laughs> And just coming up with, with 12 that that I just really adored. You know, of course, I have a whole lot more, but right. um, these are just the ones that I kind of just, you know, just put a finger to them. Went, okay, yes, yes, no, yes, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm going to give our audience a, a, an idea of a couple of the songs here. Uh, At okay. Last, which is, of course, is a classic. Summertime, wow. uh, Get Here, Fever, You Needed Me, 
And in my life, the Beatles song. I love it. Yes. I never thought I'd do a Beatles song, but that just, boy, it's great. It, <laughs> it turned out, you know, I think it sounds really nice. Oh, yeah. That. Yeah, it is. You Don't Know Me, Till I Can Make It On My Own, uh, Killing Me Softly. In fact, we had the, uh, the the guy who wrote that song on our show a, a couple of years ago. I'll teach you. I'll teach you. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, also, uh, You Are So Beautiful, and uh, and of course... You did a duet with Dolly Parton with uh-huh. I Will Always Love You. Now, that was her song. She wrote it, and uh, uh-huh. it, it, it's just the version you did is so nice. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's kind of different. It's not like hers or, right. or the other girl, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, she, it, Dolly is just so precious anyway. I've known her for goodness sake since we started T-Hall. That's 40-some-odd years ago. Right. yeah. And, um uh, it was just, it was awesome to get in that studio and not only work with her but just get to watch her. Um, she did things uh, on this particular song uh, that she had not done on before. You know, mm-hmm. uh, this little runs and her voice and it was just uh, it just turned out it turned out wonderful. It oh, did. Yeah. Now, like I said earlier, there are duets in this, of course, like I said, with Dolly Parton and T. Uh-huh. Graham Brown. Actually, you also did one with Linda Davis and Georgette Jones. Now, these were all people who were former guests on Hee Haw, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how did you decide to have these people do duets with you? Did you just call them up and say, hey, I want to do a, do a song with you? Uh-huh. I did. Yeah. Really? <laughs> people that I adore. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, and, and the music that I adore. You know, so these are classic songs, but you have a different twist to it. Now, were you the one who decided how you wanted to sing, or is there a producer that decides how you should sing it? Uh, basically, I sang the way that I wanted to sing. Mm-hmm. Um, we worked on arrangements together on some of them, and some of them the producers just had such great arranging on there. I was like, okay, that's good. <laughs> Do you have plans for another CD along the lines? Like you were saying, you had a hundred different songs that you were looking uh, at. So. <laughs> yeah. I have plans for as many as I can get, honey. <laughs> <laughs> well, keep them coming because if they're all as good as this one, it's going to be, Thank it'll you. be a pleasure to listen to them. That's for sure. Thank you so much. So when you had these different people sing with you, like you say, uh, they were on, um, the Hee Haw show with you in the past, and Hee Haw was so huge, and so many people were on there. Do you have more people that you have in your back pocket that you're going to pull down for, for more <laughs> more? I duets? have high hopes of that. Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah. It's just so nice to hear hear those duets. You both, and when I say both, I mean in all the songs, not just you know one certain one, but they, you all you blended so nicely. Thank you. Thank you so much. I was very surprised that, you know, um, they all turned out as well as they did. The harmonies really turned out really uh, great. Mm-hmm. Very thankful, you know, <laughs> uh, very happy. Yeah, oh, I'm sure. And, uh, yeah, we've, we've just gotten so many, so many wonderful compliments yeah. on on every duet that we did, especially on the thing with Dolly, you know, and they, they're uh, playing it on WSM radio around here, uh, and heavy rotation, and people just love it. I'm so thankful. <laughs> now, which one is your favorite? I mean, I mean, I mean, I know you like them um, all, but is there one I that's do. special? Um, I think probably at last. 
Ah, uh, yeah. Which makes uh, sense. I mean, you, you, that's what you named uh, it. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At last, I get to do this. Yeah. And also, about uh, seven years ago, my youngest son got married, and he said, Mom, I want you to sing at my wedding. And I said, okay. I was prepared to sing gospel, because I've sung gospel for a long time. Yeah. And I said, what do you want me to sing? He said, I want you to sing it last. And I said, you're kidding. And he said, no. And I said, oh, yes, I will do that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of where... Uh, where the, the the joy and the anticipation, you know, yeah. started from. I'm sure, yeah. yeah. Now, do you have any intentions of, uh, or do you travel and uh, tour doing any uh, shows? Uh, we do, continuously. As a matter of fact, we leave for Pennsylvania tomorrow. We're doing a uh, kind of a, uh, they're calling it Roy Clark and Friends, but it's going to be a reunion for the show. Got, but, but we can't use the hee haw name and any print and any advertising or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, we're we've got a, a big gig in uh, Lancaster, Pennsylvania, uh, and it's uh, goodness five or six of us from hee haw. Hmm. Now, are you going to sing any of your songs? I am. <laughs> <laughs> I am. How many? Any idea? I think they're going to let us because there are. It's a three-hour program, and Roy's going to do the second half. So I think we all get like three tunes. Mm. That's going to be tough to pick which ones. No kidding, it is, but I did. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's great. So, so, now, was singing what started you in show business, or was comedy? Comedy, comedy was, yeah. See, I never never really dreamed that I was going to be a singer. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was always the the large girl, and and, uh, I think God just kind of gifted me with a quick wit and and an ability to make a face and people would fall down. Uh, and so I aspired to be a comedian, yeah. and never really, never really thought that I would get to be a singer. So, so what but, swayed uh, you that way? Uh, well, in 1972, uh, I was in a lot of trouble. I was, you know, I was raised in an orphan's home and came out real angry and real bitter, and got into the drug scene and got busted twice, and was yeah. uh, looking at going to the penitentiary. I, mean, I had a big problem. And uh, I came to the place where one of the kids at the orphan home actually led me to an experience with the Lord. And that's kind of what changed my life. It is. And I heard people singing. I thought, wow, that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And I had a wonderful pastor who said, if you want to sing, honey, I'll let you sing. Wow. And so I just kind of stood up and started singing. About six months later, I had a, a gentleman from the church who is now, or he was at one time, head district attorney in Dallas, said, boy, you are, uh, God's really blessed you. And I said, I know he has. And he said, no, honey, I mean God's really blessed you. When you first started singing, you were awful. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, Brother Howard stood up there and said, uh, don't you say a word to her. I'd go out of town and he told him not to tell me how bad I was. Wow. <laughs> oh, uh, I, this, is, this is really a gift, it is. Yeah. Um, I've never had voice lessons. I don't read music. I don't rehearse unless somebody makes me. <laughs> <laughs> so this is really a gift it is and uh i don't take that lightly um, i know that i'm extremely blessed yeah. to get to do this i am 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So comedy was where you started. Um, uh-huh. And uh, now, was Hee Haw your first show that you were on or first? Uh... Well, um, it was the first televised show that I was on. Yeah, in Dallas years ago, uh, I worked in the burlesque houses when I was really young <laughs> and kind of did a comedy routine thing there. Mm-hmm. And that's where I met Buck Owens. And Buck and I got to be good friends. And when they came up with the idea for Hee Haw, they had, you know, their list of all these people they wanted. They had like, one gorgeous blonde and one gorgeous brunette, one boy next door type, one girl next door type, one fat dumb man, one fat dumb woman. Buck said, I've got you girl, keep in Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> so they took his word for it, and the next thing I knew, I was on an airplane to, to L.A. and ended up at CBS Television Studios and um, listened to all these people say, that thing is not going to work, that's a terrible show. And the funny thing about it was... Um, I was not into country music. I was a hippie kid. Mm-hmm. I ate LSD and ran around in water fountains. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, never dreamed, never dreamed that I would ever be a singer of any kind. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I've been really blessed because it's almost 42 years now that I've been singing. Wow. Jeez. Great. Now, now, you mentioned Hee Haw as being... Um... The, the critics said it would never last and everything. And, and it's true that, that, that they all, of course, that just goes to show that critics really don't know <laughs> know anything. I've always looked at them as their own, you know, they're, they're kind of in their own little world, and whatever they decide is, you know, um, the way that it should be, they'll just kind of speak their mind. But I've never really much paid attention to Yeah, yeah critics. you can't. Uh, you, you know, it's not, um, I've got the most remarkable fan base out there that tells me that, you know, that they love what I do. And yeah. I'm so grateful for that. I am. Now, you say you're going to be doing this reunion because you've been singing gospel for, you know, a long time, and then now you have this new CD out. Do they still go to the shows and expect you to do your comedy and everything? Uh, I always have a little bit of it in there. I do. Yeah. yeah. I do. I sing gospel, sing country, uh, do a little comedy. Uh, tell a little bit of my stories, and then also now I'm getting to do the new stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure. So generally, when I do, you know, a one-person concert, you know, uh, I can take care of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, th- th- this one you're going to have some uh, some help, I guess. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it'll be a good time. I think it's going to be a wonderful time. I do. And and like I say, Hee Haw went from 69 to what 93 uh well we were in active production until 1991 91 okay and then from 91 till now it's been uh in reruns off and on you know yeah yeah so uh, it's, it's it's june june the 19th of this year will be going into 43 years i believe it is yeah i mean it's amazing <laughs> how that show just it, it just it it just stuck with the people it did. You know, it did. They enjoyed it. They didn't care what the the, the critics said or anything like that. People no, just uh, loved it. I have an old scrapbook, Brian, that is, has, I've got 
all the newspaper articles and the letters and all this other stuff, they're all yellow, you know, and faded. I've got all this stuff from, from way back in 69 when we first started. Mm-hmm. I've kept that for my children. Yeah. Pretty cool it is. Yeah. yeah uh, it's it's a good example of, you know, you you don't really have to listen to what other people brand you with. Right. You know, if you know what you can do and you know the ability that God's given you, boy, you move in it. Yeah. And uh, he honors it. He does. Yeah. Now, is it true that the show was taped most of the time? It was taped, like, in two separate week-long sessions for the whole year? Uh-huh. No, it's actually two separate, about six-week long. Oh, okay. We would go in in the month of June and then again in the month of uh, October and uh, stay into sometimes in November, you know, and... Um, it was all done in segments. They did not put the shows together. We were, Dean Martin, I think, was the first. We were the second television show, I believe, to be computer-generated hmm. back in the 60s, which is pretty remarkable. Right, yeah. Uh, and they would they'd take 13 shows at a time, so every segment we'd do 13, 13 little spots. Then they'd change the set, and we'd move on to the next thing, and then they'd get that thing in. In, into the to the booth in there, and uh, what they did was they just spent you know hours and hours and months you know uh, putting shows together. Yeah, yeah. Now, was we, never, sh- we were like the public; we never saw a completed show until they ran them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did it surprise and I was out traveling so much. I didn't in twenty five years. I didn't see twenty five shows. Hmm. Wow. This is just something that I heard, um, uh-huh. I read on the Internet. So you never know if things are true or not, so I figured I'd ask you. Um, okay. Is it true that Elvis wanted to be on the show, but Colonel Parker wouldn't let him? Now, I heard that same thing. I did. But uh, never having never met Elvis, um, I don't know that I could say that's true. I did hear the same thing. I yeah. yeah. And uh, we had made plans for me to get to go and meet him. Uh, in October of the year that he passed away in uh, August. But that's, I mean... But I do know one thing. What? He loves my gospel music. <laughs> that's right, that's right. <laughs> I had people tell me that. <laughs> that's His right. father and Linda, you know. Yeah, yeah. So with that show, there were so many people. I, I was looking at the guest list, um, and, and, and I mentioned, you know, Elvis. I heard that Elvis wanted to be on the show, but all these other people, these huge artists... Everything from race car drivers to presidents. baseball players, <laughs> uh, presidents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, they must. It was, they were just scurrying to be on the show, right? Uh huh. Uh-huh. That was our producer, Sam Labello. He, he's the one that got hold of everybody. Huh. We had everybody from Sammy Davis Jr. to to uh, uh, President Jimmy Carter, Billy Graham. You know, we, I mean, it wasn't just uh, showbiz. You know. People, yeah, people from every walk of life you could imagine in there. Right, it, it just was. It wasn't just the country music lovers. It mm-hmm. was everybody. Right. Then Ray Charles, you know. Yeah. Wow. Some, you know, wow. I think one of the favorite ones I got to work with was Sammy Davis Jr. He was so funny. Really? I had such a good time with him. I did. <laughs> Now, you did skits on there all the time, but uh, a couple of the skits that you played, of course, Lulu's Truck Stop was a, a very uh-huh. popular. Uh, yeah. Did you did you enjoy doing those skits? Oh, I loved them. <laughs> Everybody knew that when we were going to do the truck stop, it was going to be food there, and there going to be donuts everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> 
now, now, what about the Culhanes skits? Culhanes. The Culhanes. Uh-huh, the Culhanes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, how in the world did you keep such a straight face when you did that? That was kind of hard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had to redo things over and over because we would laugh. Oh, really? And they'd say, you can't laugh. <laughs> and we'd have to shoot them again. <laughs> yeah, because it always amazed me how you were just mm-hmm. so deadpan. Uh-huh, and everybody talked in a monotone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it was. It, I thought, boy, that must have been hard to, to be able to do it that. Was. There were times it was very hard because Grandpa was, well, he was something else. He, but, you know, towards the end of the show, he had had hearing problems and had hearing aids and He'd turn those things on, they'd whistle, you know. Mm-hmm. And then he he thought that that he was just talking on it. He'd be talking like this real loud. And he'd whisper something, you know, somebody. And the whole studio was here, everybody called pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's always a, a funny little guy. We were, on, on one particular time, the girls, a couple of the girls walked by in their little outfits and... <laughs> I think he thought he was whispering. He said, if I make that good rock and I'd walk everywhere I went. <laughs> <laughs> Were you a close cast? You know, did you have a lot of fun on the set, or was it very regimented? Oh, no, we, we had great fun on the set. We did. So much so that they'd have to calm us down from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> What's the funniest thing that you can remember that wasn't shown on the air? Let me think. Boy, there was a lot of stuff. I'm sure there was. A lot of it had to do with uh, Archie Campbell and his hair piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'd smack him in that hair piece and just stand straight up. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, he didn't want that on the air. Right. <laughs> but, and, and there were times, uh, Kenny Price, I remember, they were doing the judge spot, and Kenny's pants just fell right down, just fell off of him. <laughs> That was pretty funny. <laughs> so we didn't get to see that on on the TV. No. <laughs> <laughs> now you could, I suppose, but you know. That yeah, that didn't. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That I mean, I mean, it was a, a an amazing show that mm-hmm. you know, like you say, the the critics hated, but uh, the people loved, and but the people loved, and they still do. You know, yeah. uh, I can remember when we first started going out, we'd go out and do shows with with some of the big stars. You know, we'd go out and do uh, we'd just um, in the in between the acts, with Junior and I'd go out and do some comedy, and then they'd bring Gordy out and, you know, some of the other people. And I can remember uh, people were just, they were absolutely, um, golly, they were they were wild. They were so excited. Mm. And I can remember thinking, wow, <laughs> this is pretty cool. <laughs> I was an orphan kid, you know. Yeah. yeah. I had no idea what. You know, all I wanted was somebody to pay attention to me. Boy, did we get some attention. <laughs> I'm sure. Was it, was, it <laughs> hard, was it hard walking around in public? Not so much. There were times, you know, if if you were not feeling well or if you were, uh, had maybe some kind of problem in your home or in your family or something, that, that's hard to do Yeah. when people, you know, are there constantly. But uh, it, it, I've always loved it because I love people. Yeah. I do. But I mean, you. So you were recognized. You know, people knew who you were when you were just mm-hmm. well, out in public like that. And uh huh, they did. It's fun now because they don't. They don't know so much anymore because I've lost a lot of weight. And yeah, have red hair and look different. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, geez. Well, I, you know, I just want to make sure that everybody gets a chance to uh, go out and get this. Of course, it's it's available on iTunes. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's uh, Lulu Roman, and it's at last, and uh-huh. it, it's got twelve great songs on there, and they should mm-hmm. definitely check it out. And uh, Lulu, I'd like to finish up with two final questions, if it's okay. Okay. Okay, and it takes us away from your music and your your TV shows, and it's more of a personal okay. thing. Okay. When you sit down and relax, what? type of music do you like to listen to when you you know what's on your your ipod or whatever <laughs> um michael Bublé, ah, yeah. uh natalie grant mm-hmm. uh she's gospel um let's see here um trying to think of those people that i'm just crazy for i've got several of them on my on my ipod um and I'm drawing a big old blank right now. Ain't that fun? <laughs> well, what, okay. What about TV shows? When you sit down and relax, what do you watch for TV shows? What do you enjoy? Um, I enjoy um, my youngest son uh, says, "Mom, you need to watch this," and so I do. Right now, I am hooked on Game of Thrones. Ah, yes. <laughs> Boy, that is a good show. Very. In fact, I was um, just talking about it a, a little uh, about an hour ago with some people. Oh, were you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Boy, that's a good show. It really is. And uh, I like Revolution. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, let's see. We actually watched Katie. Mm-hmm. We did it. And uh, let's see here. I'm trying to think of some of the the favorites that I really like. Um, I like Once Upon a Time. Yeah. Uh, let me think here. Grim. I like Grim. Yeah. Uh, my children have gotten me into all of these. These mm-hmm. are things that I would have sat around and said, nah, I ain't going to watch that. And they'd be like, Mom, just sit here and watch it. And I'd be like, oh, my goodness. So, so, so you haven't mentioned you haven't mentioned any uh, reality shows. You don't watch those crabby housewife shows or anything. No, uh, uh-uh, I don't. Those drive me up a wall. I don't. Uh, uh-uh, I don't watch those. We do watch The Voice. We do. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a, a great uh, music show. It is. Yeah, I'm not really into reality. Shows. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not really reality anyway. So no kidding. This is true. Scripted yeah. <laughs> reality. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what about movies? What are your favorite movies of all time? Oh, goodness. My favorite movie of all time is Somewhere in Time. Somewhere in Time. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just love that movie. I thought that was such um, a lovely um, a, a story to that, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it, it, it ended up being very sad, but uh, a love that could pass through time like that was pretty heavy duty. Yeah. It, it was. And, I'm boy, we've seen some good ones here lately. Trying to think of what we saw. We saw one couple of weeks ago that just, um, and I'm not going to think of it. And then, <laughs> 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 I haven't been to the movies in, in several weeks. I've, um, or almost a couple of months. I just I had a knee replacement uh-huh. a couple of months ago, so I've been having a great time with that. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I will not do it again. <laughs> well, I hope you're recovering good. I'm doing well. I am, uh, but you know, I, I, I tell people I've had I have good days and bad days, which is a great thing because it used to be I just had bad days. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> so now I'm having good days. That's good. That, that's good to hear. 
So, well, Lulu, I, I thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us, and I wish you luck with your album. And it's called, once again, it's At Last. People can go to thank iTunes you. or they can go to the local uh-huh. record and store. They can go to luluroman.com. Luluroman.com, okay, great. And yeah. what I will do is um, I, I will put a link up so people can just click on it on our site and go thank right to you. it. Thank you, Brian. All right, well, Yay. Lulu, thank you very much. You are so welcome, honey. Lulu Roman, I want to thank her so much for taking the time to talk to us here at On Screen and Beyond. And like I told you, uh, her album is At Last, Lulu Roman's At Last. And it's a, a great CD. It's got a lot of great songs on there. It's got four duets. One of the duets, uh, like I said, was with Dolly Parton. But another one was with uh, Georgette Jones, who's the daughter of George Jones, who just passed away. And our thoughts go out to his family for the, the passing of uh, a great country singer. And uh, let's see here. So check that out. At Last, Lulu Roman. Well, next week we have another great guest coming away, and that person is from the music world, and it's a iconic legend uh, that's going to be joining us, so I hope you're going to be checking that out next week here at On Screen and Beyond. And if you're on Facebook, be sure to like us. If you are on iTunes, be sure to leave a review. And if you have a suggestion, send it to me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. I'd love to hear from you, whether you're making a suggestion or just want to chat. Always enjoy hearing from you from all over the world. It's so much fun to communicate with people and uh, talk to you about uh, movies and TV and music and a whole bunch. And I appreciate it very, very much. And we got some great guests lining up. Uh, it's, it's, it just gets so exciting. We just keep getting more and more people here at On Screen and Beyond. So tell a friend and be sure that they check out onscreenandbeyond.com. We've got all those interviews. We have still have them all available for you, okay? We haven't had to take any down yet. Uh, it's a matter of uh, storage space, basically. And right now, we still have plenty of space, so uh, we're not taking any down or anything like that for a while. So tell a friend. I'm sure they'll have a, a kick hearing some of their favorite people from the past, present, and the future. And it's all right here on On Screen and Beyond. So until next week, this is a wrap for this week. And next week, we will once again take you on screen and beyond. I'm Brian Zemrak. Take care. <music>